You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. This market is probably uh, as bad or as washed out as, it, as it's been in 40 years. And typically when we've seen this in the past, this is right now is when you can make the big torquey moves five, five times, 10 times your money just in the catching the cycle of these markets. And if you want to come back and start, you know, doing M&A in a year or two, it's too late. You know, all these prices will be moved up massively. Welcome back to Mining Stock Education. I'm your host, Bill Powers, getting an update from Fury Gold Mines, one of our MSE sponsors, with CEO and Director Tim Clark and SVP of Exploration, Brian Atkinson. Gentlemen, welcome on to the show. As you've been coming on for some years now, we've been talking about the Eau Claire uh, Gold Deposit, high-grade gold deposit in the James Bay region of Quebec. Some more infill drilling was just announced. Uh, Brian, could you walk us through what you put out with this press release and the significance of it, please? Yeah, definitely. So it's just built on, you know, we discovered the hinge target uh, two years ago uh, with uh, hole 41. And, uh, you know, we've been building on it since then. And uh, so it's it's infill, but it's not infill on the resource. It's infill converting this target to a resource, which we're we're looking to do. And you know, it's been really consistent. Uh, we've got 19 veins modeled out there in two separate corridors. We're hitting them, you know, within a meter or two of where our models are telling us we're supposed to hit them. It's, uh, you know, it's this big zone. It's 400 meters long strike. We've got 300 meters vertical extent defined so far. It remains open in all directions, and it's just been super consistent, which is going to help us build out as, as we model this in the in the new year. When would that new modeled resource be available to the public? Uh, we still we're still waiting on results from uh, eleven holes at the at the hinge. Uh, so those will come in, you know, between now and uh, and you know end of January. We're hoping, and then you know, so we'll probably look towards the end of Q one, early Q two for putting up that that updated resource. Tim, uh, welcome to the show. I have some exploration companies that I was an investor in at the beginning of the year that did no drilling. Uh, some of those I had to sell for tax loss. You laid out a 15,000 meter program, but your press release says that you accomplished 19,000 meters. Uh, could you talk through that, please? Well, uh, I mean, that's really a question for Brian because his team is the one who did it. But, you know, what I, what I, think investors and one of the reasons why I emphasized it on the press release was you know it's you, you, you the little things that you do as a company that you keep constantly doing are the value the creation that that is what you're looking for as an investor and if you see a company that's putting out 15,000 meters or tra- targeting and putting out 19,000 meters um, that's a good thing it's a 27% increase over what we were planning on doing Plus, we saved another million dollars this year that we didn't have to spend on top of that that we're going to now put into the project next year. But it's, um, look, the important thing about the Eau Claire resource is we want to get this resource updated. It's been three years of drilling. It needs to be um, uh, quantified for everybody. And And the idea is that once we have this set up, it's going to give us more flexibility to even go more out into new discovery. Um, Percival is great. We're finding we two weeks ago we had a huge hit out there. Um, you know, last year a hit that was 
uh, a much lower grade than what we got there, um, set the stock up 100%. So there's there's huge potential out on the eastern side and along the Canard deformation zone. And and again, Brian Brian and his team have done all that work, conservatory work, and we intend to go after it. So that's the focus really. Brian, for the 2024 drill program, will you be looking at more grassroots exploration um, versus developing the Eau Claire project as well? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, this this last bit has been, you know, sort of allowing us to quantify the work over the last two years, three years at, uh, at Eau Claire and, uh, you know, just show that there's resource growth and resource potential because that was one of the, uh, the hangups at the acquisition was, you know, there's quite a bit of drilling into it. Is there additional potential here? So if we show this growth potential, leave it open, uh, you know, out to the west and, and down dip as well. Uh, it allows us to go out and, you know, explore other targets along the canard. You know, we did some work out at uh, Serendipity, which is up to the north uh, northeast of, of Eau Claire. We've got some some really nice anomalies at Snake Lake. Uh, we've got another 14 anomalies out at uh, Percy Val that we never even uh, touched with the drill bit where we did some infill. So we'll be better targeted there. And then out at uh, the La Clarke property, we we continued out that uh, that soil survey out there along the canard deformation zone. So definitely be looking uh, for a lot more sort of regional uh, prospect drilling and and that while, you know, we'll put some holes into some where we think there's some interesting potential still out of Eau Claire, like the gap zone where we hit, uh, you know, meter 45 grams last year uh, and we didn't get a chance to follow up on that this year. So, and then we've got the, the joint venture with Newmont at Eleanor South, which you know, I think is there's some really compelling targets there. We've done some some really grassroots work out there, and we'd like to be up there drilling next year um, with or without Newmont. Well, uh, you know, it's something we like, and uh, we're just going to have to go up there and and not sit on our, you know, back pockets waiting for Newmont to come in and participate on that. Tim, your committee bay project in Nunavut. Um, any plans for that in the new year? Well, I like I still think it's a it's a bull market kind of place to go because it's big money to get up there to invest with um, the details of investing in in the Arctic, but it's a huge prospect for us and we know it's got value. It's got I, mean, I believe 160 million already put into that property uh, in survey work and data work. There's 100 person camp there. We've got the um, our fuel halfway up there ready to go. We've got a landing strip. It's, it's interesting, um, uh, especially now for the larger companies. So when we were out at a couple of these conferences two years ago, you know, no one was even looking at them. And now they, we've actually spent a lot of time sitting down with some of the larger companies looking at that area for development. And again, these companies, these large producers are, are getting themselves boxed in because they need bigger properties. They, 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 you know, they can't, get the scale on a two to three million ounce resource like they can a 10 million ounce resource. And that's the land of, you know, elephants up there. And that's where we want to really provide the upside to the stock potential of new discovery. Um, There is a hole that we um, couldn't really explain that we got last time and we want to go back and figure it out. Uh, Brian's been working on that. The idea for me would be if we could get a, a joint venture partner of some kind up there, that would be ideal. Uh, but again, the market's going to tell us whether it's the right time to go up or not. 
Um, we still have so much drilling in Quebec that we don't know what to do with. And, and, and a, a lot of it's a, a new discovery. So that's the plan. So your relationship with uh, corporates, you have uh, obviously the Eleanor JV with Newmont. Uh, you had an earlier press release announcing a corporate investor. Can you talk any more about how you see juniors interacting with corporates moving forward in the sector? Uh, good question. And uh, I think not talked about enough. I, I think that the pools of money have been harder and harder to get. And as everybody has seen in the market, it's hard to raise money. Um, and at the end of the day, the ones that have the most alignment with the juniors is really the producers. And the producers want the juniors to find things so that they can develop them later. Um, so for me, if you're looking at a at this for holistically, you know, two thousand dollar gold, uh, the, a lot of these producers are making a lot of money. And where are they going to put the money? They should be putting it back into capex and the junior space. So from my point of view, if you don't have a relationship with a producer or a big brother per se, um, I don't know what you're doing because it's 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 as any business you know, I've done in the past, if you don't have an alignment or an exit strategy, then we'll, how are you going out and raising all this money? It's, it's much harder. And, um, a lot of these produ producing companies too, they have land, they have resources, they have technology. Um, there was a lot of symbiosis there that you could take advantage of. And, you know, as from Fury's point of view, we have two of the three largest companies invested in us um, and um, and we're, we're trying to work with them because they've got properties that they'd like to explore that they can't. They don't have the, the enough time or the resources to get there. So they're paying a lot of leasing fees that they don't even use. And, and a lot of the land is probably pretty exciting. So we're digging into that and we're looking at it as well as we're looking at other companies. I think in this market right now, I think a lot of people are probably pretty frustrated, but this is when you, when you buy assets, this is not when you sell, um, the, this market is probably, uh, as bad or as washed out as it, as it's been in 40 years. And typically when we've seen this in the past, this is right now is when you can make the big torquey moves five, five times, 10 times your money just in the catching the cycle of these markets. And if you want to come back and start, you know, doing M&A in a year or two, it's too late. You know, all these prices will be moved up massively and, and that's where we're kind of exploring. And can you go for the treasury because an exploration company with the way the market is now, anytime the market sniffs out, they're going to need to raise money that you always see the downtrend in the stock. But uh, Fury's treasury yeah. is a little more robust than most, isn't it? We've been really conservative. We've cut our expenses 50% um, in the last two years and cleaned up a lot of stuff. Uh, we also raised a bunch of money just selling us some dolly shares a, a year and a half ago. We never spent. Um, and we That's Dolly Varden and Silver for those that don't yeah, know. Right. Yep. Dolly Varden and Silver. And uh, we own 59 and a half million shares of Dolly Varden at, I think the last time I looked, it was around 51 million in equity value and our market cap's only 65. 
We've got oh, about eight million plus in the in the treasury right now, and so we're we're in in pretty good position. I know I just came back from the Zurich conference, and uh, someone said to me they felt that a third of the companies had no money, zero. Um, and I've seen companies out there looking to try and raise, and right now, and and, and unless you have a unique situation, they're not getting the money, and so. Um, I think this is like again. This is this is when, as a student of business, you sit there and you listen to your professor or you listen to these CEOs. This is the time when they made their careers because they invested and held on and had cash in the worst possible markets, whether it was real estate or or anything else. Is this is when you come out the other end and you can make your whole business career and company um, being in the right place at the right time with cash. So uh, we're taking a real look at things around us and trying to figure out where to be prudent. And um, we're not going bankrupt. Even if even if we spend out our $8 million and need to go raise some cash, I've got $51 million in equity in a stock that I think is monetizable. So um, I'm not worried about it. And it's a luxury. And this is something that we thought about two years ago. So another thing investors look at, as you know, is the the lead executive's investment in the company. Your cost basis is around 75 cents, right? So it's about uh, a good 50% higher than our that, share price now. No, that, that's 75 cents US. Okay. Yeah. So so I'm down a lot more than that. Um, listen, I've, I've said this to other people, and I think it's important to follow up. Um, for me, I put a lot in, and a lot of it's my it came out of, all came out of my retirement um, money, and I more importantly brought in two or three of my biggest investor relationships in my career, um, Fidelity being one of them, um, and uh, um, they're the our largest shareholder, and I brought in family and and friends, and I was just out yesterday in Boston with a couple of them, and. Um, they've bought more. Um, my stepfather doubled down in September. And he what he liked about it was, and I think it's worth sharing, is it, it wasn't just um, a trade on Dolly. You know, he's like, look, you, you've got all this Dolly shares and your, your enterprise value is so low. It's not just a trade on Dolly. I don't invest in companies that I don't think have want to grow or have an upside to being a bigger, better company later. And he's like, to me, I get a, a free option on all that you're doing at Fury, all the things that you've done the last two years to create value. And and I would share that one of the meetings I had at one of these conferences, a, a very smart investor who's done this for 30 years and owns dozens of mining names, he came up to me and said, look, he said, you got two things going for you. One is you got cash. Cash is king in this scenario, in this industry. And two is you've done everything you've said you're going to do for the last two years. And that shows a track record that's really valuable that a lot of people don't have. I think we've created a culture in our team that is unique. Um, I, when I sit down with some of these majors, that their guys have met all my guys. And they have nothing but nice things to say. I sat down with one of our brokers yesterday and they said to me that there's there's no complaints about how you're running and what you're doing with Fury. 
The problem here is the market, and the problem is the lack of liquidity in the junior space. But that will change. And I think my message to investors now is, I'm not asking you to go out there and buy a huge chunk of Fury, but I think you'd be prudent to buy some. Because once this market moves, because of a lack of liquidity, you'll have a hard time getting in at a reasonable price. And you'll be sitting there self-doubting yourself as it's up 50%, wondering if it's going to go up 100. And if it goes up 100, you're going to be killing yourself that you didn't get in. And just get in something, start seeding it, and not just fury, just to package your goods, because um, um, that's how you make real money in your portfolio. That's smart portfolio investing. And I look at fury as a great vehicle in a time where a sector is completely washed out. Now, the risk is the sector never comes back, but I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I think the amount of money out there, gold, is a continue to be uh, a global currency. It's a neutral currency, which is unique. It's not China doesn't own it. US doesn't own it. Europe doesn't own it. It'll be forever a very valuable currency. And right now, the central banks around the world are buying massive amounts of gold because of the political risk that's going on. And what I think this market's waiting for is US interest rates to drop. We don't know when they're going to do that, but that would be a signal and the next catalyst for the sector. Meanwhile, you've got a company with fury that continues to drill, has more, continues to not worry about money. We will finance at some point. That's the smart thing to do as a junior. We just don't have to do it when when our share price is down. We don't have to do anything because we have this great position in Dolly. And on the Dolly side, they've had five drills going this summer, not two. They have 70, I think 70% of their um, drill holes still yet to release. They have a major that is positioning itself to take it over with Hecla just buying another $10 million worth upping their ante from 10% to 15.6. That's a good sell signal, you know, for that company to be sold. But it's going to take time to work this stuff out. You just got to put your money in and not be looking at it as a day trade, but as an investment in this in this big uplift in the cycle. I've over-talked myself, but that, that was important stuff to get out. Well, thank you for sharing. Brian, any final thoughts? Maybe uh, give us a preview of the upcoming press releases. Yeah, uh, like I said, we've got uh, 11 hinge holes uh, remaining to come out and five holes uh, still out of Percy Bell, two of which were expiration holes out on some of the other anomalies that we like out there. So, uh, yeah, we're hoping, you know, to be quite newsy through till, uh, you know, the end of January next year. And then we'll be working on the, you know, the 2024 program and getting that uh, the updated resource out as well at that time. So pretty, uh, pretty busy times going ahead. Okay, well, Fury's ticker symbol is F-U-R-Y on the big boards in Toronto and New York. And to learn more, you can go to furygoldmines.com. Gentlemen, thank you for this update. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks.
The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10 for 1 returns as there is in small cap and micro cap mining stocks. Concomitant with that, if you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really you could do really really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks, don't be overly confident and just do your work as best you can, do your very best, but don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on miningstockeducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.